And we're at that point where the sweat chamber starts to kick in. Ole Miss up 71-70 on Georgia with 43 seconds to go. We got two people sitting here that got them as a Three. dog. No, I didn't take it because they, oh. were, they were favored by the time I was going to bet them. I, I think Olivia's on it, too. Olivia Harlan-Decker joining us alone. on set. You got So, wait, you have Georgia in this, though? Well, I didn't, t- I didn't play you it. You didn't? Okay. So I we, was working. I don't know. What are, you, what are you guys doing? I was working. We yeah. just we were all, we bet is, while we're working. This is a part <laughs> of <laughs> our <laughs> work. are over there. Kidding. How are you, you guys, guys do a great podcast, by the way. Yeah, Thank Jerry. You. I'm a huge Unleashed fan. podcast and also sidelines for the NFL for Westwood One. Uh, Busy woman yeah. and a mother, which is just an insane thing to think about multitasking with. Yeah. yeah. You're telling me for baby's first Super Bowl. Beautiful baby. Yeah. Almost brought him to the sports book. Should, he, I was hoping. He can't gamble yet. I was hoping. <laughs> do you? So have you brought him to any uh, events yet? I brought him to a Packers preseason game. All right. And I brought him uh, in. My dad was calling the game uh, for Packers preseason for Packers TV, and I brought him in the booth, so he got to see that. Did he have those little headphone things? I always love seeing kids with those little, like, the earmuff things that they cover it up with. No, because, you know, dad plays basketball, and I knew we were just going to keep going to games, so I wanted to condition him to the loud environments. I'm I'm not in the running for mom of the year. I never said I was. (laughs) Good for you. But uh, he's fine. Great hearing. You know what? Kids over centuries have gone through plenty of loud environments. Yes. And they've been just fine. Yeah. Packers fan over here is happy to hear that. Yeah, though. I went yeah. to a Pearl sure. Jam concert in like the first grade with my parents. I ended up <laughs> all right. Uh, Olivia, so uh, you're from Kansas City originally. That's yeah. where you're born, correct? Yeah. So, but still, uh, you're a Packers fan, right? Oh, yeah. Who do you think That's the starting team. quarterback is week one next season? Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers? Um, I'm going to need four ants, four days of darkness to come up with an answer to that question. I, I just can't this. answer in the light. Um, no, I don't know. I, I think regretfully, maybe Jordan Love. I'm sorry. Are you ready for this? I, I still, I think that if Aaron Rodgers ever wants to play in another Super Bowl, he has, to, he has to stay in the NFC. I just like, look at these teams in the AFC. Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow. I just think the easier path's in the NFC. So I don't know. Where would you go if you had the choice? If you had to live in Las Vegas for the rest of your life or New York, where would you go if you were Aaron Rodgers? I think living in Las Vegas for the rest of your life is a small form of hell. I think that's that's, like everyone knows Vegas has a three-day expiration date. Oh, see, I disagree with that. Here's here's why. So I'm allergic to alcohol. Okay. And so when I go to Vegas, I take it like a spa day. Like I I go, I just do the... Manny Petty, yeah. massage, uh, I oh, play golf, golf. Uh, hiking, yeah. restaurants, All right. shows. She's healthy. And like, we're, we're talking when we go to Vegas, Boring. we're like, God, I'm, after three days, we're going to be there for far too long. You for know March what's funny, Madness. though? We terrible. went a bunch last year, obviously, for BetMGM, and I was pregnant. And I, I think that's as much as I ever enjoyed Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Wasn't drinking. It's almost like hangovers make things terrible. It's yeah, interesting how that God. works. But now I've, I forgot all that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Back told me. Well, Ryan's, Ryan's been telling us about Dre's in Vegas, so we're supposed to be going oh. there at like 4 a.m. Ryan's yeah. a big Dre's guy. Yeah, it's oh. my favorite nightclub. It doesn't open until 4 a.m., though. We'll see if I can still hang, though. I mean, I have like... like You'll probably I, I have, tear something. I have a nine-year-old right. now. He's going to tear his other groin yeah, in the right. process. I saw you had a busted wheel. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Who, who, who do you like? Philadelphia, Kansas City. Who, who are you betting in the big game? I like Chiefs plus one and a half. I also really like Chiefs money line at plus mm-hmm. money. Um, and I'll tell you why. Philly has the 24th worst run defense in the NFL. Kansas City right now might be limited with Patrick Mahomes, although it seems like everyone's telling you that's not the case. But I still, I'd be cautious. I'd also wait a couple days, see what happens um, as more reports come out. And I really like Isaiah Pacheco. He's had double-digit carries in both playoff games. I think they got to feed him. Clyde Edwards Slayer is activated. Yeah. I think they have uh, Jarek McKinnon. I, I think I like using the tight ends and the running backs in the pass game, too. I love... 
Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown. That seems like obvious. It seems yeah. like everyone's on that. Um, but I think if the Chiefs kind of almost keep it simple and keep Patrick upright one more game, just one yeah. more week. Um, and I and I like that. And I like the under because I feel like as casual betters get excited and maybe bet on one game all year and it's the Super Bowl and everyone yep. just wants to see scoring, everyone's taking the over. I like the under. Yeah, I'm going to start to hit a bunch of unders on props as we get closer and closer to the game and those numbers yeah. keep rising. It's funny when you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. Like I found myself the other day when they're getting off the plane like looking like, okay, is he limping? Mm. How's he look? Is he good? Is it not? How concerned are you about that injury? Because, I mean, look, he obviously played well in the AFC Championship game, but there were moments where you saw the limp start Yikes. to come back a yes. couple weeks off still is not enough for a high ankle sprain you're right it's not um and obviously like we just had jay glazer on the show and he said he's superhuman and they yeah. had him on one of those like windward what do they call those those curves oh yeah those woodward. oh yeah, 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 those yeah. what's what windward? i have no idea sailing? what it's called yeah. what is that yeah. a sailing term um and you know in the pool running and stuff i mean he's he's a young guy and he's a, a professional athlete and he's the best in his business with the best at his disposal and i think He'll be fine and comfortable for one more game. But the look on his face in the AFC Championship game was so concerning. Mm -hmm. I was working sideline for Westwood One for the Jacksonville game when the injury happened. And I was luckily, you know, sideline reporting is a lot of being lucky in the right place at the right time to hear and see the right things. And he was on the sideline like we saw on TV, but I saw what they didn't show on TV too. And it was Patrick throwing off his cape, yelling an expletive, having like an intervention to go get an x-ray yeah. in the locker room. Yeah. He would have played if they sawed off his leg. And I the, forever, I'll never forget that visual. He was, I could have touched him. He was so close to me. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget that visual. And for that, I'm, I mean, I already was. I will always be the biggest Patrick Mahomes. I'm glad that you said that because there were like the conspiracy theorists out there that were like, Mahomes was faking this injury. I've had a high ankle sprain. Shocking. You mean there's conspiracy theorists on, on Twitter? We've seen quite a bit of that. Yeah. There's so a bunch of You were right there, there and you saw yeah. he was yeah. really injured. How about the game. one that Damar Hamlin? Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I just, mean, people have a lot of dark. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, there's a foggy window. There must be a conspiracy it, here. People, that's people look for that stuff, and it just gets to the point where it's exhausting. And that's when I go, okay, done on Twitter. Now yeah. that's going to be it for me yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's just enough of that. What is your preparation? look like when you're on the sidelines for these type of huge games um it's extensive it's i i want to be prepared for any situation like if you were to tell me an hour before kickoff there's going to be a devastating injury that we're going to talk about for the next month and off season and everything i i mean you have to be so ready and you have to all of a sudden know everything about chad henny <laughs> and, and you you've got to be ready to go and i think that's the most daunting part about sideline reporting is they don't come down to you often so when they do, you got to kill it and you got to be so succinct. Um, economy of words is a nice way to say, mm -hmm. shut the F up and be yeah, quiet. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they do you uh, economy of words and you've got to be so factual. It's very different. This is so fun for me. And I love, that's why I love the podcast. It's more creativity. I, I help write the show. We have guests. I love long form interviews, mm -hmm. but sideline reporting is so factual. You have to treat it like it's like a federal investigation when you're talking about a you know, a fractured ankle. Um, right. And it is because it matters. And especially covering college football for so long, I always think there's a lot of parents whose kids playing in this game who are watching on TV. And if their kids hurt, I'm the one telling them before they hear from anyone, if they're returning to the game, what's happening, how, if, what they're feeling. So I take a lot of responsibility inside line reporting. Is that your personality naturally to be just like so buttoned up? Because I feel like we've done a lot of of hits with you all last season yeah and it feels like you have a, a different side to you so is that like a hard adjustment <laughs> you know what i mean to be just like so straight and narrow yeah no i'm definitely more of a reporter 
BetMGM has really gotten me to loosen up. And I've got to say, I've had so much more fun. And I think um, just in my career and my time at ESPN and Fox and CBS, you just I was always super young in those positions. And I always wanted to really prove I could do it and I earned to be there. And now I'm, I feel like I got nothing to prove. I love what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. Um, I take a lot of pride in the work I do, like you all do. Like, this is so fun. I think we all feel so lucky to be here. And once you're having fun, I think it shows. It's interesting, too, because like our industry, like just the way people consume sports and sports media has just changed so much. Yeah. You talk about podcasts, that used to be, like, that was not a big thing. And now everybody, everybody's doing podcasts, and yeah. it's important. And that's where people get, you know, so much of that. Or Everything is everything, right? Like, it's video, but it's also audio, and it's live, and then it's tape. Like, you can just kind of do everything with it. And I think it's really... It's just really crazy to think about right now. Like we're sitting here in a sports book right next to an NFL stadium yeah. where a Super Bowl is going to take place and we're talking about sports betting and it's just, it, it's accepted now. It's okay. Do you remember they used to be scared about having a team in Vegas because oh, yeah. of yes. the betting angle? I mean, now yeah. they're finding ways to embrace the betting angle. I saw that uh, numbers of bettors were going to be up 61% yeah. this year. Over 50 million people betting $16 billion. Um, obviously they, they are paying the bills for this place yeah. yeah, they are, and it's fantastic. And we're, we're one of them. And that's the cool part is we're not, you know, jamming this information down their throat. We're, you're betting on this game right now. And there's 6.12 seconds. Oh left. yeah. Oh, this is up one. By the way, two. I need those free throws. We need yeah. those. So how many Super Bowls have you covered now? How many times have you been to the game? I how many times have I been to the game yeah. since I was little? I mean, what's, uh, who's the craziest, what's like the craziest celebrity story? Because I just want to bump into like Rihanna, possibly, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe Chris Stapleton. I'm a huge Chris Stapleton fan. Do you have one? Like, have you ever? Yeah. Okay. So we're Packer fans, right? Oh, yeah. um, my grandpa was the president of the Packers for 20 years. Yeah. And 2011, when they won in Dallas, we were all there. I was in, uh, I was in, I was in high school. My mom let me go. Obviously we're not going to the game the next, or to school the next day. Yeah. And we go to the Packers Super Bowl party, which is really just for the team. And it's, I mean, it's the team and all their players and all the front office and the board of the ex executive board and it's everyone. And so it ends up being a yeah. fairly sized party. And Kid Rock takes the stage and he's wearing a cheese head and he's smoking a cigar. This is when Kid Rock was like the man. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And I'm like 16 and like trying to sneak a sip of my mom's white wine. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the coolest night ever. Uh, no, it was, it was the best. And just the pride in the Packers at that point. And yeah. unfortunately, as you know, the Packers got really close for the years leading up to it. And um, when my grandpa was still in charge and then he had to retire, they have an yeah. age limit and you have to retire. And um, I mean, so it was sad because he had just missed it. Yeah. Um, and I didn't get to see him win in 96 when he was president and yeah. hoist that trophy. And, um, you know, I, I was three. I didn't remember it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess that has to be just my best Super Bowl memory. That's awesome. Yeah, all the good stuff to the Packers happened, unfortunately, like before we were able yeah, to Yeah, same thing with the, we same really thing with the Cowboys, really, yeah. for me as well. We were looking at some of the offshore stuff for Rihanna. Okay. And so <laughs> I've been digging in deep. I play, Rihanna's one of my favorite artists. Yeah. I think she's, same. especially considering that, you know, Beyonce's trying to take Rihanna Shine right now, announcing her tour. <laughs> wait, wait, what, what is, this Trista, is, you're all over This is Trista's thing. She's very oh, upset about I this. I love bad girl Riri. Like, I am. <laughs> I don't and mess I with think, the beehive. And I yeah. think, oh yeah, me neither. I love, words. I love Beyonce, but I yeah. just think, you know, announcing your tour in the middle of Rihanna about to do the, the Super Bowl halftime show, definitely calculated right yeah. so i'm thinking about just the first song that she plays and yeah. we've got some options okay if you were okay we have rihanna diamonds plus yeah. 200 mm -hmm. light lift me up plus 450 you've got where have you been plus 450 don't stop the music plus 275 umbrella plus 500 work plus 700 
We Found Love in a Hopeless Place. Good song. Plus mm-hmm. 700. I was just, I was singing it in my head because I was thinking, what? Because I think, I'm thinking. Because it has to like go with the bang, yes. right? Yeah. It has yeah, to gotta, open yeah. on a high note. I think so too. Um, my favorite Rihanna song is Love on the Brain. It's like just. Damn. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. really hoping that's in there. I don't know if that's like a downer. Mm-hmm. I just love it. Um, I think she starts with Love in a Hopeless Place. You said plus 700? Yep. We on the Bed MGM offshore, kiosks? Offshore, offshore. Okay. Yep. Well, let's see. Let's see. Maybe we can request. Maybe we can request. Yeah, I know something. someone. Because I agree, you got to lead off yeah. with like the banger. I want a bitch better have can... my money. That, that's so that's, my favorite. Uh, and like, needed twelve hundred. Yep, needed me. It's not even on there. Yeah. And I like hard too. I think hard is yeah. maybe one of the most underrated Rihanna. No, the song. question is, what does she end with? I mean, I think... is that diamonds shine bright like a well, diamond? I think that she'll probably yeah. have somebody come out with her. They're gonna have a surprise artist. Future. That's a I think future Jay Kelly will be yeah. out there. I would assume. Yeah. By the way, I just found out Cardi B and Offset are staying at our hotel. What? Because they're hosting some party. I did say they were having a party. Yeah. yeah. So my mom is babysitting my baby right now, and I need to text her. Ma, keep your eyes out. (laughs) Yeah. Cardi's on the loose. (laughs) Snap snap a couple of flicks. You know, what if after all this, what if Beyonce comes out on stage with her? So there's proof that there's no. Not happening. They've never had a duet. Come on. When they debut a new song, come on, guys. No. Future. I think it's future. This is the tinfoil hat of Nick. I love it. I love just, I always have conspiracy theory pops in my head. Definitely not going yeah, to happen. I know. I know there's no chance, but it's whatever. It's fine. So being from Kansas City, uh, and obviously, you know, like everybody knows the Philly cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Who do you think has the better food? Because what is Kansas City's food? The barbecue, right? Do you seriously just ask He that? said, what is Kansas City's well, just, food? Well, just, but you like, is it just barbecue? Like, you have to have. Do is, you is need it, something else? Well, it, like, it's a specific you, kind of barbecue. Like pulled yeah. pork. This is a Chicago ribs. guy, though, because you've got. Oh, I was going to throw the Italian beef. Uh, yeah. no, nobody messes I mean, with Portillo's or Culver's. In my opinion. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> We're team Culver's fan over here. But if you had to choose the food in Kansas City, the barbecue, or the cheesesteak in Philadelphia, what are you rolling with? I'm I'm going with barbecue. I'm from Kansas City. Yep. And let's get specific here, because Kansas City has a lot of competing right. major barbecues. If you go to Kansas City, highly suggest you go to a place called Joe's. It used to be called Oklahoma Joe's, but was in Kansas City, never in Oklahoma. So I don't know why, but that's what it's called. Now it's Kansas City Joe's. I just called Joe's. I live a couple blocks from it, too. It's in a gas station. And on any given day, you It's in a gas station? It is in a gas station. That's when you know it's good. Do they give yes. you the white bread right yes. on, like, your, your white bread? On top? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, uncooked yep. white bread. Yeah, just, just, yeah. Uh, just like, soft white bread. Yeah. Big heap of meat. Mm-hmm. Some sliced pickles on the side. The best fries, like, overly seasoned, fantastic fries. Um, I mean, it's just, you can't go wrong. So go to Joe's. I'm in. I'm, I'm, my I'm favorite in. thing is to find just local, yeah, local hole-in-the-wall places for food. You That's tell me it. where We're going to have is. a travel series, That's and Olivia's taking me around. Yeah. Love it. Olivia Harlan-Decker, Thank Unleashed so Podcast, much, on set with us Thanks, live. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Go it. Teams. Yeah. Getting some Super Bowl props coming up next. we got plenty more as the week goes on. It's Bet MG.